Hey friends, what's up? Welcome to episode 70 of Faith Fitness Joy. And I am so excited to have a special guest joining me today who I'm going to be interviewing, uh, my dear friend Kayla McMahon. And today we're going to be talking about uh, how we discovered our spiritual gifts and kind of focusing on Kayla and her story of how she identified that she had spiritual gifts and sort of stepped into embracing that and working with those. So if you're interested in learning more about spiritual gifts and tapping into them, then join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is Faith Fitness Joy and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? Do you seek a deeper connection to God or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset, and I found healing. Now, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. Okay, welcome to episode 70 of Faith Fitness Joy. My name's Rochelle Renee, and I am so excited to welcome my dear friend, Kayla McMahon, today. Um, welcome, Kayla, and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, so today, I wanted to um, invite Kayla. Uh, I met Kayla in the Psychic Academy um, that we both went through together with our uh, common mentor, Louise Jones. Uh, and so I thought it would be a great topic for Wonderful Wednesday to talk about um, kind of how you stepped into your spiritual gifts, Kayla, and sort of how you have started moving forward with that as a business um, and just kind of talking through that. So um, with that, why don't you um, go ahead and do like maybe a quick introduction and tell a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name is Kayla McMahon. Um, I am 28 years old, and I am a psychic medium, energetic healer, and an intuitive mentor. So um, I've had gifts since I was like four or five, and they've been shut off over time. Um, and they've been... Kind of off and on in a sense. When my dad passed away 10 years ago, um, I knew that there was something more given how his death was. I knew that there was something more than meets the eye than what we've been taught. So um, fast forward, uh, not too, too long ago, I decided to get into my gifts more, dive into them. That's when the psychic activation came along. And um, because it, spirit could always come to me, I could just never like come out to it and like actually bring it in. So 
I learned how to do that and it's been flowing ever since. So, um, I don't know, am I leaving something out? I feel like I might be. Well, actually but my it's... Goal, no, I'm sorry. No, no, sorry. I was going to say um, it, you actually were kind of moving into the second question I was going to ask about um, if maybe you could share more about when you first learned that you had spiritual gifts and kind of how that how that sort of unfolded for you. Okay, so I knew around four or five, um, like I remember very vividly I had invisible friends. <laughs> my parents <laughs> knew like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy because I was so in depth with them and what happened to them. Like I knew how they passed away and everything then sort of shut that off because in the society, then it wasn't okay. Mm. Um, then of course, whenever dad passed away, I, um, I started getting into it a lot more and then I sort of shut it off because I didn't know like what I was really getting myself into. I just knew like I wanted to heal and help others. Then after um, getting into the Psychic Academy, I really started to open myself, kind of like a little lotus flower, how it just like blossoms. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it's been on ever since. <laughs> awesome. So then, yeah, so as I mentioned, we met in the Psychic Academy together. Uh, and I know for me, I mean, sometimes I look back on that and I'm still kind of surprised at myself, given where I was at the time that I went into the Psychic Academy. Because yes. um, at that time, I was really like in the doctrine of religion. And I still consider myself Christian in the sense that, you know, I love Jesus and I believe in God and Jesus. But um, I think as my as I've learned more and moved for, further into this, I've kind of stepped away from that aspect of things. Um, and that's a whole other conversation for another time. But um, I guess what my question would be is kind of how maybe what you were feeling as you stepped into that and how you worked through that and kind of decided to go into the Psychic Academy. That's a really good question. <laughs> um, so how I was feeling, of course, I knew that there was something more than what we've been taught in organized religion is what I like to call um, I still believe in God, I still believe in Jesus. I believe there's so much more to it than what we've, than what I've learned. Um, I'll just say that. Um, but I feel like, um, where I was is like, I want to know what's more out there. I want to know, like, I want to see how close I can get to that thing and, um, into, into knowing and, so a lot of the ego has shed and it's still shedding because there's so much. Um, but that's another conversation for another time, <laughs> but it's, it's so much. And, um, where am I at today with it is like, I'm still learning. Like it's like an onion just steadily being peeled back. Oh, there's this new thing. Holy crap. Now I got to learn that too. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's like, whoa, there's like so much more to all of this than actually what meets the eye. So it's really interesting from how it started to how it is now. Um, when I tell you, when I channeled, started channeling, like doing a mediumship and all, I was like, holy smokes, this is insane. <laughs> Just like the things that you see, the 
feelings, the experience and all it's, it's wild. Yeah. Well, so, so I guess sort of a follow-up to that is like, uh, one of the things I thought was so fascinating after the first, um, psychic Academy, um, is how everyone had sort of different things open up for them. Or, and even if we had similar gifts, like if two people had clear audience, for example, um, it maybe shows up or presents itself differently. So, uh, what would you say have emerged as your sort of dominant gifts from, from that and up to now? Channeling source more. Like I never did that before, but like now it's like, I, I don't know how to explain, but it's like what I originally went into it just for mediumship. My mediumship has gotten better, but like it's developed more into like past lives. It's developed more into, um, seeing things more in a rapid manner. So like when I'm doing predictions or something, typically how it used to be, it'd be like, it's months away, but Oh, it's like right there, right there. Like, um, and it's, it's kind of crazy, but I feel like I, I never knew how to like channel source or anything like that. I didn't know that that was even really a thing, but like now that's very prominent in like what I do. So originally it was supposed to be mediumship. Now it's like source, mediumship, past lives, all of these other things. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I know for me too, it sort of started with one thing. Uh, mediumship came forward for me in the, I think when we were doing the psychic mm -hmm. activation, that was one of the first ones that was like very, uh, per, like right away. And um, it's also the one I was the most resistant to, even though it was the first thing that I uncovered. It was when my dad passed away and that's how I found out that I was a medium. Um, and I don't know what I thought, like I kind of just didn't do anything with it for a long time. And, um, but anyway, so, uh, and then it, like you're kind of describing like over time it evolves and, and each of the diffs, each of the gifts either change or they kind of manifest and present themselves differently. Um, yeah. and so the channeling God, I think is. Uh, another really interesting thing because that that started to come to me and happen for me early on and I think that's Yay. how so mediumship was early on for me and uh source <laughs> is left a second for me and it's like the opposite for you <laughs> yeah I feel like you know in hindsight I feel like some of it was God was trying to help me I think feel better about because I was so confused at the time I went into it um but he led me into the academy uh, and then, you know, it was that nudge from him. And I, but then the Bible and the religious doctrine would have you think that, you know, this is bad or whatever. So uh, I had to move through that. And I feel like that's why I started channeling God sooner and getting more answers from him quickly. I think that he was helping me come to a new understanding about it um, and come to peace with it. So I think along those lines, the next thing I wanted to ask you about was, Kind of what things did you have to work through from that lens as you stepped into this? Because I know we've talked a lot over the last several months around moving through a lot of that, especially with, you know, some of the fear of judgment and what other people are going to think and what growing up in the church has taught you and all of that kind of stuff. So kind of what sort of things oh God, did yeah. you work through? <laughs> I had to move through being seen and the judgment that comes with that because the way that I 
I guess, have been brought up, the way my family is, it's, you know, very tunnel vision in a sense, where it's like, if you're not on the same route as us, or the same, like, road, like, get off, you know, you're either with us or without us, um, so I had to really overcome that, still sort of am in a sense, um, I had to, like, it was really hard to, to, to digest all of the new of what I'm seeing and what I've been taught and it trying to rewire that. I mean, that's a beast within itself. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm still, I'm still, you know, rewiring all of that, but <clears throat> it's, it's also too where I'm not looking for God so much externally. He's more within internally. So that's yeah. been a huge game changer for me because it's like I am the creator. I am the creation. So that's been really big for me. But my biggest thing, my biggest hurdle that I really had to go through whenever I first started my stuff was actually being seen. Are people going to think I'm crazy? Are people going to hmm. think like I'm some woo-woo crazy chick or something um and some have <laughs> I think that just comes with the work though um some have some have you know haven't seen it that way so um really I've struggled with people's perceptions of how I was going to be in their eyes but it it doesn't work like that I've I've learned <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, it's interesting because I think um, a lot of it is um, really our own internal stuff. You know, like I think we realize quickly how much of it is limiting beliefs and um, it may be born oh, yeah. of the fears. The limiting beliefs, absolutely. Yeah, because it's all coming from that place of like, oh, well, this, you know, um, religion says this is bad or whatever. Yeah. And then you start to worry about what people are going to think. But uh, I found a lot of people are either quiet or they're more open to it than I might have thought they would be. Um, and I don't know if that's the time that's we're it. in, too, because it feels, I mean, I don't, what are your thoughts about that? Because it feels like we're in a time and a space right now as a whole uh, global population where a lot of people are starting to tap into this more and waking up more to this truth of the that, you know, God is actually within us and we don't have to look outside of ourselves and where we have more uh, power than we have been led to believe over, you know, what religion would have us think over, you know, growing up and all of that. Yeah. Um, I feel like people are really awakening to that. Um, people like there's others that call it the new, what is it? The new, um, the new earth, the new, yeah, the right. new religion or something like that. The, oh. I don't know, 21st religion or something. Oh. But it's, yeah, it's like, it's it's not that, though. I think, like, people are just, they're just tired of the same old thing. Like me, I was. I was like, there has got to be more than someone that's, that's angry all the time. Like the Bible literally talks about how God is nothing but love. You know, you go to church, you hear that. And it's like, um, God is love. That's nothing. I mean, nothing else. He's love. And, um, because I remember I was just like, 
I was in such fear all the time. Am I doing this right? Am I doing that wrong? Oh my God. I just, I just did this. I just did that. Am I going to go to hell for that? Mm -hmm. Even like during the whole COVID thing, like people were not going to church. So in, in the South, if you don't go to church, because I'm from South Alabama, mm. if you don't go to church, you're going to hell. And so I was like, oh, my God, am I going to go to hell? And in the midst of all that, I got baptized then. And, I mean, it was just insane. Um, I think that's really when my spirituality started really opening up because I even told the preacher that baptized me, like, there is something more than what we're experiencing and I'm going to find it. So then, yeah, I took a year off and then I came back and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is insane. But I think I just rambled off a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, it's, yeah. The COVID thing I think is interesting because I do think that that changed a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Um, Yes. I think that's where it all like, was the surface of like it actually like starting you know what I mean I think that was the starting point of everybody because we're in the house we're bored um (laughs) you know like what the hell is going on there's more to life than this so I think people really started to really get into it then and now I think people are awakening to it even more and more but I think they are staying quiet about it in my opinion which they shouldn't be, but I understand why they would be. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, in some ways I have to kind of remind myself quite a bit of like the time frame of when I started with, I would, I mean, I guess I'd say in some respects, my awakening started a lot, like a long time ago to, to certain things, but with regard to the spiritual growth and stepping into my gifts and all that, it's been over less than a year. Uh, and I feel like I have moved through up levels multiple times and, and rapid ascension in that time frame. Um, yeah. And I have to kind of remind myself that not everyone is has done that or even started that work or anything like that. Um, yes. And it's, I don't know, I feel like it's it's trickier to talk to people sometimes um, in about that just because you don't know where people are at. And sometimes I think people are it might be like kind of going over their head if they're, if they haven't kind of started with this work or t- tapping into it. Oh yeah. I will say too, though, um, you have like done so much growth since <laughs> when you and I first talked because in the Academy, we were supposed to read each other, yeah. just, you know, see where we are and stuff like that. And I remember from then up until now, you're not the same person. Like <sighs> that, I mean, you had to, you had to have done like 15 years worth of like growth or something. I mean, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Like, holy shit! I was just thinking about this the other day. I was like, Rochelle was like really like gotten there. Like, th- I don't know if that was your goal or whatever, or if like you exceeded your goal. But I would assume that you would have. But oh my gosh. I was just thinking, I was telling my husband about it, and I was like, she has done so much in such little time, and it's insane. Like, if she can do it, anybody can do it. Like, <laughs> your testimony is, like, amazing. I love it. Oh, that's so, uh, thank you. I I think that's, uh, it's interesting, because I, I feel like that was one thing, kind of, to what you were saying about whether it was my intention. 
I don't think so. I mean, I think I when I felt the nudge to go into the academy, it was just kind of a nudge. I didn't really know where it was going to take me. And you couldn't have convinced me that I'd be like providing services in that regard uh, as a result of it. But um, the the thing about the ascension and the years, I, I feel like that is something kind of back to when you're talking to people and how it's difficult because you don't know where people are at or they may not understand. But that the whole thing about jumping timelines and collapsing time, I think that's what you're just touching on. It's like, how do you help people understand that? Because I feel like that is such a huge outcome of the services that I know both you and I provide for people. Um, and in doing that work, like the energy healing work in particular, you help people collapse time because you're helping them move through stuff a lot faster by sort of helping them remove that energy that is stored, you know, that kind of keeps us stuck and in these cycles of triggers and uh, limiting beliefs and all of that. So um, I think that, I don't know, I guess, how do you kind of help people understand that? Because I still find that challenging. <laughs> Um, I still find it challenging too. Um, uh, that's a really good question. Very good question. Um, how do I help people do that? I, I really just, I listen to them. Like, what are your hesitancies? What, what's, what's throwing you off? Um, what about this? makes you nervous um and I just listen to them and and help them navigate through like what it is that makes them afraid what what is it that um makes them feel like it's not possible for them or something like that um I think a lot of people we just need like a listening ear and to feel validated in some way shape or form yeah and and um I think I just provide the space, a whole mm -hmm. space for others to just like come to me and to talk to me about like what it is, their hurdles and stuff like that to get past. But when they're talking about like, I have a client right now where she's, um, she was actually raised Catholic. And mm -hmm. from my understanding now I was Baptist from my understanding, Catholic seems like it's a whole nother hurdle, um, to really get past. And, um, she was explaining to me like, this is like so amazing. I just don't know how to, um, I don't know who I'm praising. I'm like, you're praising God, girl. But she's like, it just, and I remember I struggle with this too. It's like, okay, well, this is the universe. What is the universe again? This is God. Okay. So what, like, who am I supposed to be, um, praising? Who am I supposed to be, you know, um, praying too and thanking and everything. And, um, really I just had to listen to her to like, kind of like see where she was at mentally and her, and it, and, and help her break it a like break it apart hmm. and peel it back. And it's like, now she has like a new, a new way of being a new way of thinking, feeling, you know, all of that, but it's, it's just holding space. I think. Hopefully that answers your question. Though. Yeah, no, that, I think that's awesome. I, um, it's kind of like, you know, meeting the person where they are, helping them with whatever they need in terms of the healing work. But then also, um, I mean, it sounds like in some ways also you're bringing them to 
a way that they can understand based on where they are how to have that more direct connection with God. Um, Because I feel like that's one... Oh, that's a beautiful way of putting it, Rochelle. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, yes. I mean, I feel like that's part of what I'm trying to do with, with working with people too, even though it may not... Like, I may not lead with that, like, saying it that way, but um, it's kind of, because, again, like, the in the religion, it's like you go through these motions and the ritual of the service and all of that, and it's like it's external. It's like God's over here and you're here, but really, he's in here, and when you go within and tap within, that's how you access him um, and really yes. kind of connect to that. So, um I think that's a beautiful explanation of kind of how we help people with that and also the other aspects of the healing work. Um, so then I guess kind of my last question is around what it looks like for you when you do this work and what do you, what are kind of your main services and what do you like generally kind of help uh, your clients with? Oh, so I, I think my favorite part is the whole prediction. I, oh, I girl, you're good at predictions. I mean, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But who I really like to help is people that are ready to take leaps of faith. I mean, we're not talking like small. We're talking major because I took leaps of faith, major leaps of faith. I quit my corporate job to do this with no evidence. Mind you, we just opened up two businesses, including Blissful Connections and my husband's that I co-own. And we took major leaps of faith within like a few months of me quitting corporate, him quitting corporate, going into that, no evidence that it's going to work. Um, no, no clients for me, but some clients for him. And it was like, whoa. So that's who I really, um, that's like my sweet spot, you know. Um, but I really love to help people transform from, from unworthiness to feeling worthy, to not being confident to feeling confident. I like to help boost people up. Um, I like to, um, another sweet spot of mine is along with, alongside of the leaps of faith, but it's also, um, motivating. I don't Mm -hmm. know why, but like, I've always been told I'm going to be like a motivational speaker or something like that, but I, I like to motivate others from going from working at their six figure, uh, corporate job into whatever their heart's desire is. That's being an author, that's motivational speaking, that's, you know, whatever. I love to do stuff like that. That's, that's literally like my sweet spot, but leaps of faith, bold moves, like that's it. And I've been there. So I know how to lead you through it as far as the, the feelings, the ego, the, all of it. Like Mm. I've done it and I've done it several times to know how to help someone. Um, But it looks like whenever we do like a session, so it's one-on-one, it could go from anywhere from like 45 minutes to well over an hour, just depending on what the discussion is about. Um, We talk about money. We talk about um, the hesitancy. We talk about, any kind of limitation that's like holding you back. Um, I really channel source. My mediumship comes into play. Um, literally everything. It just happened. Past lives, things, ancestors come through. Um, uh, 
energy clearing, all of that. It all happens just in like one sitting. And that's probably why it runs up so much sometimes <laughs> now that I think about it. But I feel like I'm just giving so much value. I'm adding so much value to someone's life. So it just makes me overall feel like I've done my job. Um, but yeah, my favorite part of it all is just sitting back and watching it happen and receiving the messages like, Kayla, you would never believe, um, what (laughs) happened, you know, and all that. So that's, that's my favorite part. And another favorite part of mine is like helping others to manifest their Mm. desires. Like that's my sweet spot too. So yeah, that's, that's typically what it looks like. But right now I just came out with some Black Friday deals. Um, so nice. one I'm extremely excited about, mm-hmm. it's in five day container of energy clearing. So this is where we, um, this is like anything that's unconscious or conscious that comes up, um, that's setting you back from being your best person, right? Your highest person. Um, this could be if you're working in corporate, this could be if you are an entrepreneur, whatever it might be, it's for everyone. Everyone's got something that's holding them back that, that they're needing to break this, the glass ceiling from. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It's five days. Um, it's only $47. It's, it's going to be super good. It'll last from anywhere from like 45 minutes to an hour, probably over. I always <laughs> say that, that it always goes over, but we'll, we'll talk about what's holding you back. What are your goals? Let's, let's help you get there. So yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. That sounds amazing. <clears throat> so then you have a Facebook group called Blissful Connections, right? Yes. Okay. So is that where people could find uh, more information about anything that you've got going on and these uh, awesome Black Friday deals you got going right now? Yes. Okay. All right. So then we will be sure to include that, um, the links to that in the uh, episode description. Um, So check that out um, when um, in the description box for the episode so you can get into that Facebook group. Um, I can personally attest to uh, Kayla's services, especially the predictions. Um, it's it's pretty. It's been pretty mind blowing for me. Some of the things that, like literally, I think everything you said was going to happen has happened, or is in process right now. So um, definitely uh, book you a session with Kayla. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough. So. Um, Thank you so much, Kayla, for joining me today in this podcast episode. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I appreciate you so much um, joining me in today's episode. Um, and as always, if you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, uh, please like and subscribe. And you can also also always check out the Facebook group um, or join me in the private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. 
You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul. Thank you.